0: Welcome back to Orion's Call to Order podcast. More than 6,000 of Orion's junior military officer, military technician, and industry experience candidates have been hired into various roles within the semiconductor industry. We've worked with several of the leading semiconductor companies, including Intel, Samsung, TSMC, Lam, KLA, Corvo, and many others nationwide. Whether you're seeking military or industry experience talent, an enterprise-wide RPO, or just a few hires, we have a variety of solutions to meet your hiring need. In today's episode, I'm joined by Dan Roseball, a Navy veteran and field support manager with KLA. Orion helped Dan start his career with KLA more than 20 years ago, and his career has progressed from technical instructor to his current role as field support manager, with several promotions and relocations in between. Dan's experience with Orion has come full circle, as he is now the one making the hiring decision. In this episode, Dan and I discuss why veterans are a good fit for careers in the semiconductor industry, how KLA retains its employees, and why KLA partners with Orion to find top talent. If you have any questions about this podcast or ideas for a future show, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. Hi, Dan. Thanks for joining me today.
1: Hello, Megan. I'm glad uh, to be here for sure. Thank you.
2: Awesome. Well, I'm excited to talk to you about um, this, you know, veterans in semiconductor. It's something that at Orion, we're very passionate about. We've got a lot of success in hiring veterans into this industry and tons of different job families. And I know that you've had success with that as well in your current role. So I want to talk a little bit about your experience, veterans in semiconductor overall. But before we get into that, can you just tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
1: Well, I joined the military and uh, I joined the U.S. Navy back in 1986, Um, went to boot camp in Great Lakes. And then uh, I was stationed in um, my first duty station was Oceania, Virginia, F-14 Tomcats, Aviation Navy. So um, my rate was uh, Aviation Electrician's Mate. And I sort of, um, you know, expanded uh, that into eye level. I went to sea school in Memphis, Tennessee probably four years after um, my first duty station and then transferred to the West Coast to work um, uh, intermediate level uh, maintenance facility in uh, Miramar uh, in San Diego, which is now a Marine Corps station. Um, so, you know, I spent 15 years active in, uh, in, in, in Navy, very rewarding years. I went overseas as well to, to Japan, but for three years serving in, US Indep- in uh, USS Independence. Um, so, So travel the world, um, uh, you know, very rewarding, uh, especially the rate that I was in. Um, And then, um, you know, in 2001, after I got my graduate degree, while I was in active duty, um, I wanted to do something different and I wanted to actually um, uh, leave the Navy and um, go into aviation field. That's, you know, that's basically what I did uh, for 15 years active. Uh, But... Um, you know, Orion, uh, <laughs> I met uh, a representative from Orion, one of the job fairs that I did um, back in the day, and, and that's where it all started, and he actually pointed me to several um, job fairs that I had on the West Coast for Semiconductor, and uh, kind of pointed me in that direction, and I'm glad, uh, you know, I'm glad the representative did, so that was that was great.
2: That's awesome. So before you before you interviewed with Orion and you know you had all these opportunities in semiconductor, did you know much about the industry at that point?
1: No, I did not. Now it was kind of disappointing because I was uh, going to a lot of job fairs for aviation industry and uh, different contractors and things like that, and I was not uh, getting offers that I was really liking before I left the, the, the navy. So um, and someone said, hey, you know, there's a there there's several you know. Uh, um, uh, personnel uh, activities that you could do and Orion is one of the one of the companies that can help you uh, and and I know they're hiring pretty that was back in 2000 and uh, late 2000 and early 2001 so they're hiring for semiconductor in the in the Silicon Valley area so and my wife is from Southern California and she wanted to get back to uh, California and also you know her family was in Northern California so it actually fit uh, what we're looking for so uh, but I had no idea about semiconductor. I knew that Orion said, you know, your electronics background fits well in the semiconductor industry, but I but I had no idea at the time uh, all the intricacies of, of the industry at all. So.
2: Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's uncommon. You know, we talk to job seekers a lot that, and I'm sure you even experienced this now that you're in a position where, you know, you're talking to job seekers trying to get people to come work at KLA and you know, educating them about the semiconductor industry—that they don't really know much about it. Um, it almost seems like this, like, kind of foreign concept. I think to a lot of people.
1: Yeah, that's 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 true. And then uh, it's not heavily advertised uh, as other industries, uh, but we're, you know, semiconductor—we're a tip of the spear when it comes to high tech,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: especially with you know customers like Intel and Samsung and Taiwan Semiconductor and Micron and. Uh, basically, all the chip makers, and uh, you know, and we're in every sector, and um, the electronics, uh, especially right now, uh, where we're you know, auto, uh, autonomous vehicles, and robotics, and Internet of Things, and and consumer electronics, right? So all those chips are made in uh, a semiconductor uh, at different levels and different customers. So it, it should be advertised more, especially all the vendors that support all these big chip makers, like. Applied Materials and KLA and uh, ASML and uh, and other different uh, vendors that that are pretty huge in the industry. So um, yeah, it's it's a shame that we're <laughs> uh, because we're always competing with other big corporations that everybody knows. Uh, but, uh, but you know it's, it's very rewarding to work in this industry. Mm-hmm. It's challenging but very rewarding.
2: Yeah. Definitely, so I wanna talk more about your career with KLA because I know that you just mentioned that you found it through an Orion hiring conference, which is awesome. So, you know, were you interviewing with other semiconductor companies at the time or really just with any of the other companies that you were interviewing with? What was it that attracted you to KLA above the others?
1: Well, the experience was uh, great. So Orion, you know, put me in, uh, in a job conference in San Francisco. At uh, the time, and they had all the different semiconductor companies. Uh, I think it was in an embassy suites. hmm. Um, yeah. Early 2000. I mean, so late 2000. And uh, so I attended that conference. I uh, actually flew out there. And, um, you know, I was, I wasn't, I, I didn't know what to expect. But uh, the Orion reps, uh, they, they prepped me. They actually went through my, um, uh, my resume they, they kind of fine-tuned it to what I needed to be interviewing for the, for the specific companies and they put all the different companies with my background uh, where i that I knew that I would fit right so I kind of told them what I was looking for and they kind of tailored my interviews with those companies that were looking for what I could offer and uh, it was it was awesome it was three days i think we had a um, the vendors uh, in that conference, is, uh, including KLA, uh, did presentations, uh, great presentations, right? And then Saturday and Sunday were all the interviews that were scheduled. And so on Friday night uh, in the Embassy Suites, a lot of the vendors, including KLA, uh, they, they had a meet and greet. And you can go to the different rooms they had allocated. And I met some different companies like Applied Materials and, and Lab Research and so forth. But KLA impressed me the most, especially with their approach um, and uh, sort of their business model and, and what they were looking for. So, and, and also the, you know, the hiring managers that were there were very friendly, uh, accommodating uh, to answer any questions that I had. Um, so, um, and they were looking for instructors at the time, technical instructors. And my last duty station in the Navy was in Pensacola, Florida. So I was, uh, was my last duty uh, in the Navy. I was a tech instructor for an A school. Uh, avionic, uh, aviation Electricity made a School. So it kind of fit exactly what I was looking for on uh, the high tech sector and electronics. And then, um, and then that's what you know that uh, I had all the offers by Sunday, I had several offers. Um, that was the that was a great part of that uh, conference. That by, by Sunday afternoon, I had five or six offers to choose from. And KLA was the best.
2: Well, you know, you talked about the time frame that that was. You said the early 2000s. So, you know, here we are in 2021. And so you talked about what attracted you to go work to KLA, but obviously there are a lot of things that have kept you there for as long as you've been there. So can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so KLA is a great company. Um, they're positioned well in the semiconductor industry as a strategic vendor for all the the chip manufacturers like Intel and Samsung and Micron. Um, And so they have, uh, you know, great uh, business model. And um, they also treat their employees very well. Uh, They compensate them very well. They treat them very well. Um, You know, our our core values are very strong. Our management team is very strong. Um, And the opportunities at KLA are also, you know, you can make your mark. Um, So um, I started as an instructor in California. And I was there for almost four years. Uh, And then uh, I saw an opportunity uh, in the field uh, to be a field service engineer, uh, which now, you know, I'm a field service manager now, but I saw an opportunity there uh, in Texas for for, to support Texas Instruments. And so uh, the company was very accommodating to to let me do that uh, and relocate, they relocated my entire family um, to Texas. Um, And um, And then, um, you know, I was was there almost eight years, um, not only as a field service engineer supporting Texas Instruments, but a a tech support engineer as well, traveling all across across the country. Um, So management team's very strong. The teams are very strong, very seasoned veterans. Um, You know, our average um, longevity of, you know, uh, uh, work years at any office is usually 15 to 17 years. So we have engineers that are, you know, 20 plus years with the company um, uh, at different locations around the, the U.S. So uh, very seasoned uh, and very uh, mature uh, team when it comes to to management, upper management, and also uh, how they treat employees. So yeah, so those are the things that are kept me uh, with KLA. Um, not only the compensation, but also the camaraderie and uh, the team sort of environment and. Uh, Embracing the, all that team uh, spirit. And, you know, we do a lot of social, uh, we do a lot of team builders and social activities uh, where we help the community and, and we join a lot of volunteering activities. And KLA, as a KLA foundation, was, you know, I also, you know, it's very um, rewarding as well to, to do all of these activities with, the, with my employees and then give back to the community, which is something that they really thrive on. So.
2: So it sounds like you kind of found the environment and the the overall culture at KLA that you had in the military, which is a big testament to you know the company and their how strategic they are about hiring veterans. Because I know that's something that a lot of veterans, as they're transitioning out of the military, and even when they start their first job, um, sometimes they miss that sense of camaraderie that they had in the military. And it sounds like you've been able to replicate that at KLA.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and uh, you know, that's a lot of uh, former military uh, at KLA. Um, you know, all armed forces, air force, army, and uh, marine and navy, and so so we have, and a lot of the you know middle and upper management are also prime military, so they have sort of that same mentality of of teamwork and camaraderie, and so so it um, it was very easy transition to tell you the truth uh, for for me to join KLA because it I just. It just made it seem like I was, uh, you know, was straight from the military into that environment. And KLA kind of uses the same sort of values and core core values as, as, um, as some of the military in the, uh, institutions. So, mm-hmm.
2: so how do you think that your time in service prepared you for your first civilian career? And it can be industry specific or just in general life lessons that you learned in the military.
1: Well, definitely the the discipline, right? The work ethic. Um, I learned in the military, not only that, but the the, the great electronic schools that uh, especially the Navy and Marine Corps provides, um, the service members, um, that background and uh, learning uh, all the different troubleshooting and all that experience in electronics, including the advanced electronic schools that that I uh, attended in uh, Memphis at the time, now it's there in Pensacola, but uh, um and, and then working on the sort of, um, uh, I would say, you know, I, I was out to sea quite a bit. So there was a lot of teamwork, right? And a lot of um, a stress environment uh, being out to sea that you, you have to, to meet all your goals and objectives, especially under duress, because, uh, you know, sometimes you're on the way and you, you have to fix a certain uh, equipment uh, because it impacts the ship. Uh, if we if we if it's not fixed correctly and you know you'll be stranded out to sea. So a lot of that mentality of teamwork, you know, let's go at it, uh, let's attack it, let's make sure that the customer experience is there. It kind of transferred and kind of groomed me to transition into a KLA semiconductor environment because we use kind of the same uh, tactics or or approach on the customer experience, right? So not only to our teams, right? The the better we treat our teams and the better we provide for our teams and all the tools necessary for them to do their job. Um, They're going to transfer that to the customer experience, which um, our customers will benefit from that. So it's a sort of a circle of life kind of thing, right? We take care of our teams, we give them all the right tools, and then we actually provide a a customer in the semiconductor industry with the customer experience that they're they're paying for.
2: I like that you mentioned the training. I think that a lot of employers are committed to hiring veterans, but a lot of times they don't see the transferable skills. And I think the semiconductor industry is better about that than some other industries because some of the transferable skills are so obvious. And like you mentioned, you have this training that really lends itself well. While it's not maybe the exact same thing, it it really is conducive to this type of industry and these roles.
1: Absolutely, yeah. There's a lot of careers and, um, you know, that, you know, is transferable to the semiconductor industry, specifically, you know, electronics. Uh, We've been hiring recently, I think, um, for our team, we'd hired in the past, for the Arizona team, we hired um, about six or seven Orion candidates um, in the past two or three months. Um, In the past year, we hired, you know, several in the Southwest region. And uh, the majority of that, their background is electronics, whether it's aviation electronics or nuke electronics, uh, ETS, ATS, AES, uh, NUKEMs. Uh, um, so yeah, so not only that, uh, you know, not only their their process and their training in the military, but but also their their work ethic and uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, and also their approach on troubleshooting things. Um, uh, all that is transferable, transferable very easily to, to our industry. Mm-hmm.
2: And given that, do you find that a lot of times when you hire veterans, they tend to be not only top performers, but maybe even get up to speed more quickly than their civilian counterparts?
1: Absolutely. Uh, I think in my team right now, I have 15 in, uh, service engineers. Uh, I would say more than half are top, for, top for performers that are um, uh, veterans. And they've been hired by Orion. Uh, they were hired by Orion with, uh, to KLA, you know, and uh, I think the uh, youngest member has only been two years, uh, but, uh, but the oldest member is, uh, of my team is about 17 years, 17 or 18 years. Uh, also Orion um, a candidate uh, hired by KLA. Uh, and they're top performers, um, and they come up to speed very fast. In fact, uh, we hired a new M last April, and that was a challenging because we couldn't. He uh, um, uh, was coming from San Diego. He was a senior chief actually, uh, retiring out of the military, uh, and a uh, new And he, you know, we couldn't send him to training uh, because of COVID. So we couldn't uh, fly him to Singapore, that's one of our training facilities, or California or Taiwan, um, for his training. But um, he was able to do virtual training. Um, and come up to speed a lot faster than any other uh, civilian candidates that I hired in the past, uh, because of his experience in the military, because of his transferable skill set, and uh, his work ethic and his ability to learn very quickly uh, under you know under stressful situations. So um, that was very impressive because I have to put him in front of a customer in less than six months to handle a contract that I usually takes me a year and a year and a half. Of training and a civilian counterpart to get him ready uh, for that uh, for that position. But 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 this new employee that we hired last April came up to speed very quickly, and because of that,
2: that's awesome. That's really great to hear. So KLO, you KLA, you guys sound like you've got it all figured out. You've got top performers, uh, longevity with your employees. It sounds like you've got great retention there. Why do you still partner with Orion to hire veterans? Um, you know, rather than just going out and doing it on your own, what type of value are you still seeing from partnering with Orion?
1: Well, I think, uh, number one, the, the, the maturity of the candidates coming from Orion, the experience, the electronic experience, and also because we're hiring for field service engineers, uh, we have not been, um, uh, very seldom we have uh, civilian counterparts coming straight up, uh, you know, because we actually do uh, a lot of recruiting out of uh, Arizona State University, uh, we do a lot of different universities in the area recruiting. And, um, you know, they might have the textbook uh, knowledge of electronics or, you know, sort of that idea of, you know, that background in engineering, but they don't have the troubleshooting skills or the uh, fast thinking skills of uh, dealing with a problem or with a customer. So when we go through this um, interview process, it's, um, you know, we, we see that the Orion can especially the vets that, that are that are coming into our, our conferences are very sharp uh, when it comes to troubleshooting skills. Not only that, but uh, a lot of them come very prepared uh, and they come with, you know, a lot of technical knowledge and experience and they are uh, very meticulous um, uh, on their answers and specific. And so they're, the, you know, they're great candidates. And so, you know, it, it's, it's tough to walk away from a great candidate like that, especially when they're eager to work and, you um, you know, able to put in the time as needed to, to get prepared for interviews, so.
2: Mm-hmm. And you mentioned before we started recording the podcast that this was kind of a full circle moment for you because you had attended an Orion conference as a candidate. You spoke a little bit about that when we first started, and then now you're attending as a hiring manager. So have you ever, have you been to the same hotel since you've been a hiring manager that you went to when you were a candidate?
1: <laughs> no, I, I haven't because I wasn't. I was in San Francisco, but I've been to oh, yes. my first conference at day or two. That had to, I was nervous. It's <laughs> uh, a hiring manager because I went to San Diego. Uh, I think it was the Orion offices there, and we had to be. I believe we had like ten or eleven candidates. Uh, that one of the reps actually set up for us, and there was five managers um, in that. You know, they from Kelly that uh, came down with me uh, to do the other uh, conference, and uh, we're sitting in room and. And it was, you know, it was my first uh, conference as a manager, and I, I felt very nervous. And I was like, "Wow, it's come full circle." And I told them that I said, "You know, it's come full circle for me. I, I was one of, I was in one of these, you know, uh, what was it? 18 years ago, because we started hiring two years ago, and, and I was like, wow, it's, um, yeah, it's come full circle. So yeah, it's, uh, it was very, very rewarding uh, to do that.
2: I think that's an awesome story to share because we always tell our employers that. Best practice when they're interviewing, especially at a conference, is to bring someone with a military background to help relate to the candidates, um, kind of bridge the gap. So the fact that not only do you have a military background, but you also went through the exact same process at a conference, that makes it resonate even more.
1: No, absolutely, and and a lot of the a lot of the managers that were there were not, uh, you know, they're not military uh, uh, veterans. That they always kind of they wanted uh, to run all the uh, resumes through me. So I can tell them exactly, you know, uh, the type of background they had, type of rating, you know, type of jobs they did, and what kind of questions to ask. So you know, I was uh, I was very interesting uh, that approach, uh, and then we've been doing that ever since. Um, so and I also brought in uh, several of my leads are veterans as well, uh, team leads, um, and I and I brought them to the conferences so they can see that experience as you know being part of the hiring experience. at told is very rewarding. So. And they've been uh, now to two different conferences with me, as team leads and veterans with you know with KLA. That both of them have been with KLA for over uh, 17 years. So uh, they really enjoy that being on the other side of the table as they were you know 18 years ago uh, you know being a candidate. So that w- that was very really rewarding for them, and they really appreciate that.
2: So kind of piggybacking off of that, when you know we're talking about best practices for interviewing military candidates and. You know, to your point, being able to relate to their backgrounds. Is there any other important advice that you would want people to hear if they're you know, a civilian hiring manager or HR leader and they're not really sure, I guess, how to best hire and retain veterans? What are some tips that you would have for them?
1: Well, the first tip for sure is to try to, uh, if you have somebody that's uh, a veteran in your company, in your division or, or department, to try to bring that person with you to the hiring conference. That is key, um, you know, because a lot of the resumes, you know, a lot of the jobs and, and functions, you know, um, that the veterans come into the table uh, with uh, hiring conferences are sometimes they're confusing. Uh, and sometimes the, you know, uh, the civilian um, hiring managers don't know exactly what the job entail. But uh, especially if you have, you know, somebody from the Air Force or somebody from the Marines and, and Navy. so. Uh, it really, really helps to have a veteran uh, to, to kind of walk you through and have those questions, uh, uh, especially if they're really familiar with the equipment that the candidate worked on. Uh, it makes a huge difference. Um, that's number one. Um, I think number two is that um, I think for us, um, we worked well with uh, the Orion representatives at the San Diego office, and we have given them um, sort of a, you know, all the hiring managers, civilian hiring managers that asked me, what are the criteria that we're looking for on the candidates? So the uh, in the hiring conference, they bring the best candidates that fit that criteria. And so what I've I given them, I, I kind of given them a, a BKM, is that this is exactly what we're looking for. So when we, um, when our uh, representatives bring the candidates in, um, they're actually, you know, fit 90 to 95% of the criteria that were requested. So, so when a, you know it's very tough to choose sometimes because now you have ten or, uh, or twelve candidates, and there are very strong candidates filling all that criteria, and you only have two or three recs to fill. So it's a very tough decision, um, and that's that's the trick too, right? Because now now you got really strong candidates, you can only fill three can uh, three positions, uh, but Orion delivered on every one of those uh, you know requests. So um, and that's basically the point that, I, that you know to have a, a successful conference, you have to have a veteran uh, that tells you kind of, you know, the guidelines on uh, the questions to ask veterans and also uh, a BKM to let you know um, what candidate we're looking for specifically, especially in the field service uh, engineering side. Mm-hmm.
2: Those are definitely good tips. And what about on the retention side? Because, you know, you mentioned earlier the, the length of tenure that a lot of your employees have. So it sounds like at KLA, you guys are doing a great job retaining employees. Is there anything specific that you would recommend you know, companies that are looking to retain veterans, specifically semiconductor companies, anything that they should do? It sounds like you mentioned a few things like community involvement and just fostering like a teamwork type of environment. But is there anything specific that you would recommend people do to um, replicate the success that you have with retention at KLA?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So three things, right? Communication, right? So you have to communicate with your team's. Uh, We usually do staff meetings on a weekly basis um, and communication, communication being honest, honest, forthright, and consistent, Uh, HSC. That's one of our core values. We have to be honest with our employees um, and and we have to maintain that credibility, right? And then number three is reward valuable employees. We have a reward system that we use often, um, you know, because, you know, some companies, they might not have that and so, you know, it's not just you know doing a good job but you know there's a lot of veterans that you know uh, may sacrifice sometimes to come out of the military and they're working after hours and weekends I mean they're getting compensated because their their salary or or their hourly rate but the compensation is not enough sometimes you know yeah, we have a what we call a celebrate program and not only do we celebrate from managers to to employees but we also have employees using celebrate points with other employees, they also have an account where they have so many points to give out. And these are actual points to dollars. So they can actually buy things. uh, uh, We have a website. So uh, compensation, um, you know, and recognition is the key, right? So recognize for a good job. And also, you know, they they work, uh, especially semiconductor in a very tough and stressful environment, dealing with customers that are seven by 24 with a lot of demands. Um, So you have to have you know your team has to have your back uh, and you have to have their back. And so uh, you have to make sure that you are managing down as, as, as well as managing up. And and those are the things that I, I recommend. So recognition is the key, uh, honest, forthright, and consistent in communication, communication, communication.
2: Awesome. Well, Dan, I really appreciate you joining me today. You've obviously had a successful career at KLA and Um, lots of tenure there. You've got great advice to offer others in the industry. So um, KLA is also obviously an industry leader. So having you come on here and speak so highly of everything that you've done there, the company, and then also your experience with Orion is very much appreciated.
1: Thank you, Megan. Appreciate it. Appreciate the time. Thank you.
0: Thanks again for listening to Orion's Call to Order podcast. Make sure you subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts so you'll never miss an episode. If you have any questions about the podcast or topic ideas for a future episode, please send me an email at podcast at